This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I hope that you are doing well. We are right smack in the heat of summer. So I had another podcast topic that I thought I was going to do. And then I was chatting with a friend and she was like, do you have anything on how to travel together? And I was like, what a great idea. So For many of you, this will come right on time as maybe you're about to travel together. For others, this may come on the heels of a vacation that you've just had. And for still yet others, this may be something that is so applicable any time of the year, any time you're having an extended amount of time together. So this could be the weekend, this could be any celebration, right? Any time where you're maybe not spending your time the way that you normally do, and that there are expectations associated with how you spend that time. So I encourage you to listen to this podcast from the lens of traveling when you're on vacation, whether it's just the two of you traveling, when it's the entire family traveling, when you're visiting family, right? Whether it's a vacation, a staycation, a family trip, a whatever, right? I really think that the mindset and the practical strategies I'm going to talk about in this episode can apply anytime you are spending time together, literally. All right. So I will say though, when I thought about these five rules, the first one is just a perspective to adopt probably a little bit more when you are on vacation or when it is a like milestone, like a birthday or anniversary or something of that nature. And the first rule that I want to offer you is to make it special, but not put so much pressure on it that it is the end all be all. And I can think of so many conversations I've had with people where because it's a vacation or because it's a trip to visit family and we don't know how much longer we're going to have these special moments together, that it creates a lot of what I see as unnecessary pressure on the experience. And you do want to make these times special. You do want to be present. You do want to make the most of the time that you have set aside to be together, the money you've invested in an experience, and the sacrifices that are often made for any type of vacation or any type of family trip. 
That being said, you don't want to make this experience a representation of everything, right? Like you don't want your vacation or you don't want your family trip to have to perform for you and meet some level of expectation that may not be the most helpful to have, right? So I want you to think about whatever you're doing, whether that's a special weekend where someone isn't working the whole weekend, right? I know many of my clients and many of my listeners have partners or are partners who have professions where like maybe they work on the weekends and being home on the weekends isn't the norm all the time. And so it feels like, oh my gosh, we've got this one weekend together, or we've got this one family vacation together, or we've got this one trip to my parents or to our grandparents, right? And I want you to think about these quote unquote special times as enhancing your life, but not representing the totality of it all, right? Like, you will have another weekend together. You will have another vacation. You will have another family trip. And you want to just keep that in mind. Like you don't want to put so much into this one experience, right? Like even if you're going on an international trip and you're like, this may be the only time we have to go to Europe as a family, right? Like Maybe, but also it's not going to be your last time traveling. It's not going to be your last time as a family. So you want to just keep that perspective in mind because it helps you relax a little bit. It helps you be more accommodating, more flexible, and just go with the flow and have a more peaceful, which creates a more enjoyable experience. Okay, so don't put so much pressure on it. The other thing that I think is really important is that whatever you're doing, it has to be a collaboration between the two of you. So that's rule number two, okay? You want to be checking in about what you want the time to be like together as a couple. This means that you really can't make any assumptions because the truth of the matter is all of us have learned to vacation or travel or spend our long weekends together in different ways, right? So for some people, a vacation or a long weekend means relaxing at home, staying inside and literally doing nothing. Maybe, you you know, you've been on the go, 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 that when it comes to a vacation, you're just like, I just want to sit and relax and veg out on watching TV. While another person might really want a lot of activity, again, whether that's the weekend and you're like, no, we got to go to this event and I want to do this and we don't have this time together. So let's maximize it. Let's get out of the house. Let's break our routine or let's go see all the sites or let's go visit all the people or let's go do all the things. And so you just want to remember that no matter what your personal preference is, it is a collaboration. Now, unless it's been expressly determined that this trip is for you and you get your way 100%, then it is a collaboration. And you want to make sure that you are deciding and checking in ahead of time about what you want 
And what is the most important thing to you about the experience? So I'll even use us, my husband and I, as an example. Whenever we travel, and I'll just use the case of when we travel, just the two of us for vacation. My main requirement is that we have an oceanfront whatever. I only like to travel to the beach <laughs> and I only like to stay in, t- in rooms that have like an oceanfront view, right? An oceanfront experience. So he knows that. He's fine with that, right? He could care less, but he knows that it's important to me and he doesn't have a strong opinion in the opposite direction. So it's fine. And I also know that when we go on vacation, his preference is to stay inside and watch movies, and nap and sleep and eat well and relax, right? He has a very demanding job. And so vacation to him is total relaxation. I too enjoy a vacation of total relaxation. Like we are not, you know, adventurous or like excursion type people. We just like to relax and decompress. But I much prefer to do that on the beach. Like, give me the umbrella, give me the beach chair, give me the staff that's there to just come and bring me food and beverage and all the things that I need. And so we also know that and respect that and appreciate that about each other. And so our vacations work really well because we know he's going to be in the room and I'm going to be on the beach. And we're going to have all our meals together. And we usually have no problem, you know, enjoying the same type of food. So that's never a question. And that really works for us. And some of you are listening to that and you're like, what? Well, isn't the point of vacation to like spend as much time together as possible? And maybe if that's what works for you both, then yes. But we've just found a rhythm that works really well for us. Now, don't get me wrong. When we travel with our children, it is a different set of experiences. It is a different set of conversations. But we're also learning how to do that because... COVID, right? So like we hadn't felt very comfortable taking our kids on a plane or taking our kids somewhere where we're staying multiple days. So we had our first family vacation since COVID recently. And for the most part, it went pretty well for the most part. And the places where we bumped up against some issues are actually helping inform this episode and what I want you to talk about in advance so that you don't have these same issues. So to this point of it's a collaboration and you want to check in with each other, you also have to check in about secret or hidden agendas you have that your spouse may not know about, right? So because this was our first trip together with our kids since COVID, We've gotten to the habit that when we travel, we typically go to the spa, like we'll have a spa day. And my husband really wanted to do that. But in my mind, I'm like, no, how are we going to go to the spa? We have our kids and I want to maximize the time with the kids, right? So that's just, again, something that we didn't know we needed to talk about. We didn't have an explicit conversation about it until we were actually there. And he's like, hey, I want to book some spa time. What do you want to do? And granted, I could have gone and we could have like tag teamed it. But my 
agenda, I guess, quote unquote, for this vacation was to maximize the time with the kids. And so I had to negotiate for myself how I felt about him spending, you know, hours at the spa while we were like by the pool without him. All right. So again, make no assumptions. The other thing that I think is really important because so many of you are busy professionals with work and lives that don't stop just because you're not at home is you want to be clear about, are you working? Are you planning on taking any calls? Are there things that you have on your agenda that you have to accomplish for work, even if we are away, or even if it's the weekend, or even if we're visiting family? And you just want to be clear about that on the front end and talk about it so that it doesn't pop up. Okay, so rule number three just leads in from that one, right, is you have to allow space for you to do things separately, if that works for you, right? So I think a lot of times because you plan a vacation and because you're there together and because it's quote unquote supposed to be your time together, there is this expectation or unwritten rule that you spend as much time together as possible. And from the previous example, I've shared that there's lots of different ways for you to spend your time on vacation. And what I want to leave you with is just this idea that there are no rules. There are no rules for how things have to go. And there's only what allows you both to get what you want, right? So you want to just release the reins on some things if you are the person who has a tendency to place a lot of demands on how you spend your time together, right? Rule number four, you have to own your emotions and know that your emotions are yours. What I mean by that is traveling or weekends can create a lot of stress for some people where there may be a lot of moving parts that are different than your life at home or that are different from your typical week. And so more things come up. It feels like you have more balls in the air. And especially if you're traveling, there's timelines that may not be as rigid as they are when you are home. And things you've got to remember to bring with you and organize and have ready. So that can create a lot of stress. And I think as you're listening, you can know for yourself if when you travel, you are the person that is more stressed or your partner is the one that is more stressed. Either way, you have to own your own stress and overwhelm. That it is not your partner's fault and they're not responsible for it. Now, of course, you want them to be responsive. You want them to care. You don't want them to pour fire on the spark that is igniting itself in your brain. But you also want to take some level of responsibility. So I know for me, when we do travel with our children, I get anxious about 
One, the kids using the bathroom, the kids being well fed, and the kids not being overtired. Because I know when any of those things happen, it creates more stress for me. So that requires that I know that that is already a trigger for me. So I'm going to be intentional to have conversations with my husband ahead of time about what is the plan for eating. Are we going to pick up something at the airport? Are we going to try to wait it out until we get to the hotel? Are we going to pack snacks? Like, are we going to get a lot of snacks from the airport? Right. And that's what we actually ended up doing. Like we, our flights weren't that long, but I knew it was like at a time of day that like, again, if someone was hungry and there wasn't an adequate food for them to eat, it was going to be a major problem for everyone. So we spent the like exorbitant amount of money to buy a lot of food at the airport so that we could have a calm flight. Again, that only came because I knew my emotional triggers. I knew what would set me off. I knew what would like throw me out of pocket And I took the steps to own that and to prevent myself from having to experience some unnecessary stress, right? And so for you, maybe it's not your kids. Maybe it's, you know, getting through security. Maybe it's knowing where the nearest target is or where the nearest like place you can get some fresh, healthy food. It varies, right? It varies for every person, but I want you to just own the things that you know are stressful for you or questions that you're going to need to have answered as you travel so that you can keep yourself calm by knowing you have a plan for it, right? And then rule number five is, I could summarize it as be nice, (laughs) but I will summarize it as apologizing when you're not following through or showing up in the way that you've agreed to or the way that you know you should. And what I mean by that is inevitably someone's going to be late. Inevitably someone's going to forget something or inevitably someone is going to be tired and not in the best moods to do the thing or to go the place or whatever the case may be. And I think more than anything, our goal is never to try to be perfect on vacation, at home, (laughs) anytime, right? Like that is not the goal to be perfect and to be in a happy mood all the time and to follow through 100% on every single thing you do perfectly every single time. The goal is to be a considerate and we-focused person. Meaning you want to be, of course, attending to yourself and thinking about what you need and meeting those needs so that you can enjoy the time and show up as your best. But you also want to be conscious of how when you don't show up as your best or when you don't follow through on something, how that impacts your partner, right? So I can just imagine the perfect storm of the person who's very anxious about being on time for things and maybe their partner isn't as anxious about it and maybe their partner isn't as timely as they would like or maybe you're anxious about having too much stuff to pack and maybe your partner is a pack rat. (laughs) They want to bring all the things from the entire closet. And so this idea of like, 
rule number four of owning your emotions and rule number five of apologizing or just being nice, they really go hand in hand because sometimes the things that stress you out the most about vacation are the things your partner doesn't do or or does do. And so you want to just always be conscious of how am I impacting this other person? How is my stress and anxiety coming out of me and leaping onto them? Or how is my relaxed, nothing's a big deal, let's like chill out and not do anything? How is that affecting my partner? Right? So it is a two way street, which again, if we were doing like a network, just leads us back to rule number two is like remembering that this is a collaboration. It's a collaboration between the two of you. And at the end of the day, I think this is just like the foundational point of it all. At the end of the day, you both want the same thing. At the end of the day, you want to have this time together. You want to relax. You want to have fun. You want to be rejuvenated. You want to connect. You want to have an experience with each other that is good. That is always the goal in your marriage, whether it's a international vacation, a hour-long car ride to visit family, a long weekend together, whatever it is. You want to enjoy that time together. And so it behooves you to think intentionally about how to make that happen and what are the things that could get in the way to prevent you from having as good a time with each other as you would like right? So those five rules again are make it special, but not the end all be all. Remember that it's a collaboration and check in about how you want to spend your time. Number three is allow space for you to do things separately. Rule number four is own your emotions. And number five, apologize and be nice when you have not followed through, or haven't shown up as your best. I want to wish you an incredible summer of July, (laughs) which is the time that this is being recorded. I want to wish you an incredible vacation, an incredible weekend, an incredible whatever you are doing that you are spending time together. It could be a two-hour dinner. It doesn't matter. These principles apply all of the time. I want to also let you know and invite you to get on the VIP list for my couples coaching program, The Marriage Upgrade. Enrollment will be opening July the 15th. So if you found this helpful and you found these ideas really resonate with you and speak to your real life issues in your marriage, you will love this program because it is more of the same, but with more Um, an in-depth toolkit for you as a couple to navigate not only your vacation, but your regular day-to-day life together and the years to come. When you learn the mindset and the skills and the tools that I teach inside this program, you literally eliminate issues from being a problem in your marriage for the rest of your marriage. So I would love to invite you to get on this VIP list. There's an entire library and website of resources available to you to support you for free right now in understanding 
what I teach, how I teach it, and how it can benefit you. I wanted to gift you this experience so you can have a taste of what it's like to be inside the program. And if you love what you find there, you will love being in the program, which again opens on July the 15th. I'll see you inside. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. I'll be back with you next time. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.